Today's video is about how to avoid common budgeting issues. I get a lot of questions, concerns, complaints about this topic. So today I'm going to be answering all of those in this video to make sure you get an incredible budgeting process as well. All right, so let's jump in. Hi, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. Yes, that's right. We're going to go through budgeting. <laughs> A super fun area, right? You love it. <laughs> well, at least that's why you're watching it, right? Anyway, I know this is an area that a lot of people hate, they find boring, they struggle with, they keep setting budgets and then they don't follow through on it. I get it, I've gone through a lot of these issues myself and a lot of my clients go through these issues as well. In fact, this is probably the area that people, when I work through it, the whole process with them, this is the area that often get the most blocks, the most frustrations, and it takes some time to really get a process set up that is empowering and works for the long term. So this is definitely an area you should be watching, getting some more information in and making sure you absolutely smash it in your own life because when you get it right, everything else is a lot, a lot easier. So I'm gonna do this by really addressing three common questions I get because the majority of the questions come into these three topics. Right now, the first one is all about how to make sure you set up the budgeting in such a way for success, right? Because, you know, how do you stick to it? What are the little things you do to make sure when you do it, when you set it up, you actually follow through and make sure it happens, okay? But before I go through that awesome question, guys, if you enjoy this video, like it, subscribe if you want to see my future videos that come out each week. If you know somebody in your own life that could probably do with a bit of budgeting as well or certainly get better at it, send them this video uh, their way and make sure you get them learning too. If you enjoy this video, let me know in the comment section below. Give me a shout out and let me know if there's any particular questions or topics you want me to cover off in future. That way, these videos are gonna be as tailored for you as possible. So first question. What are the things that we want to do within our budgeting process to make sure we stick to it and it is a successful budgeting process? First one, accountability. Get somebody that knows what you're doing around this, knows that you're trying to do it, knows what you're doing to make sure it works so they can check in with you. Ideally, weekly. Ideally, somebody that is either working on this process with you so you can help each other out, you can partner, but if not, somebody that you know is already good in this area because as part of that check-in, they can give you some support. They can provide insight into what they do that, that works as well. But reaching out, making that public to somebody else will hold you accountable, make sure you're doing a better job. But you wanna trust that person because if that person one month from now stops checking in and you stop doing those uh, regular touch points, then it's kind of pointless, isn't it, right? So you want reliability and respect from that person as part of that process, all right? So choose wisely. Second thing is have a really clear goal, okay? Because it's all well and good putting a budget together, but if it's not connected to anything, if if it's just standing in midair with 
no real numbers behind it, no real connection to what else is important in your life, there won't be any pull, there won't be any connection to why you want to be doing it. The bigger the purpose, right? The bigger the, sorry, the bigger the, the, the clearer the result, the clearer it is that you know whether you're going to do well at it or badly at it, right? So you've got a clear number, for example, £2,000 a month, you know whether you, you, you're on track to following it or not. Link very closely, you want to have a really big why connected to it. So what is it that you want from budgeting, right? Why are you setting these figures? Is it because you're saving up for something? Is it because you want to build a stronger financial future uh, for yourself, your family? You want to have more freedom? What is it? Start to paint that picture and then see how setting this budget is directly connected to all that. Because then when you can't be bothered, you want to kind of spend your money on some other stuff, you'll remember yeah, I know I want that stuff, but what I want way more, 10 times, 100 times more, is this future vision for my situation. And that is what's going to pull you long-term consistently towards what you want. Which comes on to my next point, consistency. Yeah, that is the key. It's not about being extreme. It's about setting it in such a way that you're consistently going to follow it. So what do you need to do for that? Simplicity. Right? Start small. Start in the, the most simple version of what you need to do because then you know you're going to be able to reliably do it. If you set it up in such a way it's going to take you three, four hours a week, reality is, you know, first couple of weeks you're going to do it because you're super excited and you're really up for doing this whole budgeting thing because there's something that compels you to do it. But what happens those few weeks later when suddenly something else comes up for you? You're just not going to follow through. And we're on off switch, right? It's not like, oh, we'll drop down to two hours, then one hour, then half an hour. We just won't do it, okay? So when you start the process, think, what I'm doing now, am I going to be willing to do this in a year's time, five years' time? And if not, it's probably not a good approach, okay? Keep simple. If after a very long time of doing it very simply in the kind of a minimum approach, you can kind of build up from there, right? Start bigger. When I used to kind of really advocate this, I used to kind of get really purist and make sure it was done in the right way with every box ticked to make sure it was really done properly. The reality is the majority of people did not follow through on that because it was too complicated, too confusing, too onerous. Yeah, simple, nice, easy way. And the key, fun. I know the idea of budgeting kind of sound rubbish and how on earth can you make a budget process fun? A lot of it's framing, right? There's many different ways you can budget, many different tools, systems. There's Money Dashboard that brings all the different stuff together. There's Monzo, there's a new bank that kind of makes it jazzy with cool emoticons and stuff. There's loads of different ways you can do it. You can do it pen and paper, just on a piece of paper. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Just make sure you do a budget. So we all think differently. We all have different ways in which we like to work. The more it's in line with how you work, the more it meets your vibe, the more your kind of flow of how you like to live your life, the more likely you're going to do it, and the more likely it's not a painful process, okay? In fact, maybe even fun, dare I say. All right, last thing I'll say is just make sure it's realistic, because when those figures are realistic, then you're going to be able to systematically and consistently do it, and you'll feel good about it, right? If you set a really, really kind of hard budget, and then you know, you do well, great. But if 
some weeks you don't because it's very difficult to hit, then you're kind of going to feel bad. You're not going to get that positive feedback loop and then you're not going to follow through. All right. So they are the key factors that I've seen that is very powerful and ensures you will be successful, not just now, but many, many months and years down the line when you're still doing this process. Cool. Second question is, can you buy accountability or is it just a sham? Bit of a weird question, right? But really what they're kind of saying is, can I outsource budgeting? Can I just pay somebody or ask somebody to help me or do it for me? Well, I'd say yes and no. Yes, you can definitely get support. And to be honest, when you get a coach, a big, big value in getting a coach is accountability. It is very, very powerful. And if done right, it can be the difference between one, doing it or not, and two, doing it in, an, in the right way, in an effective way, in an efficient and simple way. Accountability is a very, very powerful process. And to be honest, very few people I know can systematically do something like budgeting without accountability. There are a few people out there, but not many. So whether it's a paid formal process of accountability or just informal through friends, family members, mentors, whatever, you definitely want some form of accountability. So yes, accountability is a very powerful technique to use to make sure you follow through on something. But it does not mean you can just outsource it. You can't just pay somebody to do your budgeting for you. You can, but it doesn't really get the results that you want. And that's because a lot of what a lot of why a lot of why budgeting works is because of the process of you doing it. You understanding your numbers, understanding how much you're spending, what you're spending it on why you're spending it, the kind of value and enjoyment you're getting from all these things, right? It's a feedback loop. You, the more you spend time focusing on something, the better you get at it. It's just how the brain works. For the majority of people I see that suck in the area of money, it's not because they're stupid or um, just naturally incapable of the subjects of money or finances. It's because they just haven't spent time focusing on it. The brain evolves and develops in the areas it focuses on. It's very malleable. So if you spend time each day, each week, each month in the area of finances or money or budgeting, you're going to get better at it. It's just how it works. So if you regularly check in on something like that, you will get better at it. If you pay somebody else to do it or give it to somebody else, you're not. You might get a little bit better because they're supporting you, but you won't really be learning and growing from that. Okay. The other thing is, I did a video on it previously, so definitely check it out. Process versus event. People just want an event and they'll pay really good money for it. People, this is this inbuilt desire of, let's be honest, laziness. You know, we, we, we just like this idea that we can just pay someone some money and they can do it for us and we can just get the result anyway. And it just doesn't work like that. Reality is, you look at your own life, look at the things that you've become successful in, it's process. It's consistent working towards it yourself to get that result. And it's no different with budgeting. So yes, accountability will help you, but it will only help you 
instill the process in yourself. It's a supporter for you working through the process, okay? It's not you paying someone or you getting somebody else to do it as an event. Like I've paid them to be my accountability buddy on budgeting. So that way it's done. I can tick that box and say budgeting is now sorted. No, it's a process and they can absolutely support you but you need to do it yourself. You need to take ownership. I think that's a really, really key word there. Last thing I'll say around this is to get a good accountability buddy, you need somebody that has good emotional intelligence and is also cares about you and what your situation is. Because when you're telling them about something, they need to understand the subtleties of what you're saying what really are the hidden blockers there, the resistance, the problems. They're hearing all of that and they're helping to feed that back. They're helping you learn from what's going on, right? It's not just about you downloading what's going, uh, what's happened so you can update them. It's hopefully they can hear it and, and give back some useful advice or guidance to help improve going forward. That is when you can get some really, really powerful progress from accountability. All right. Third and final question. Why do I just keep forgetting to schedule my budget and not following through on keeping it? So it's very similar to the first question, but it, the key one here is like they genuinely want to do the budget. They definitely want to kind of follow through and systematically do this because they know it's going to add great value and benefit to their life. But they just forget like they just two weeks, three weeks, three months go by and they're like, I. I totally forgotten to do my budget. Well, this is a common issue and, and I've had it. I've seen it on many of my clients and it's because two kind of key fundamental elements that is part of human nature. One is, I talk about this a lot, prioritizations, a lot of things that we find important, one of which will be budgeting and the results that we think we can get from that. But it's all these other things that we care about that are important to us and they're all competing for our time or attention. And if budgeting is low down on that list or the results that we feel we're going to get from budgeting, then yes, we might do it occasionally. But if there's all these other things that are higher priority, when we go to do something consciously or subconsciously, we'll pick that other thing and budgeting will be neglected. Okay. So as part of that, you need to make budgeting or whatever whatever it is that you want to make sure you do, you want to make it a high priority. You want to make it a must-have. And the best way to do that is to connect it to whatever else it is that you want from life, okay? So paint that vision of what you want, where you want to go to in life, what you want your ideal life to be like. Then think, well, what is it that I need? Well, usually for a lot of people, it's to have less financial restriction, okay? To be free financially. Well, how do we get that? One of the key areas is financial discipline, setting an effective budget, okay? It's very difficult to do it without that. And when you see that, you see that I need to have a budget to make all of this other stuff that I want, really, to live my life that I really want. That is when you're going to push it on a higher priority list, not consciously, but subconsciously within you. And then you'll naturally be like, I need to do that budget. I need to, I need to make sure I'm on it when it comes to my financial discipline because I know that is what I'm going to that's how I'm going to get the life I really want yeah the second area okay so first area is, is making sure it is a priority it's a must have for us okay the second area is to make sure 
we are a master of executing and not just strategy. If you think about it, how we get anything is really two things. One, we need a good strategy. We need to know how we get something. The second thing is we need to know how to actually follow through and get it, okay, to apply that strategy. The reality is most people, 80% of the time, 90% of the time, just talk about strategy. What's your strategy? How, how are you going to get to what you need to get to? And all of our attention is spent on that. So once we come up with a strategy, we know how to say budget, we're like, great, now we need to crack on. Then when we go to do it and we struggle, we don't know what to do. We feel embarrassed, we feel shameful, all these emotions come up and it's, and it's very overwhelming, it's frustrating. And that's because if we know what we want and we know how to get it, but we don't do it, I think a big problem humans have is that they take that as some kind of slant on ourselves. We're like, Look, I know what I want, I know how to get it, but I'm not doing it. I must be lazy, I must be, uh, you know, I must have no control over, over what's important to me or my brain, you know, I keep getting distracted by other things. And it's kind of difficult, right? It feels shameful. We don't like to talk about it. We avoid people. That's why we often avoid our accountability buddies, right? And this becomes a really big problem. One, because you've got all these negative, difficult emotions then being attached to it, which makes us further avoid it. But secondly, it prevents us from actually dealing with it. The reality is it's just like anything else. It's something you need to learn. You need to learn how to execute. It is a skill in itself. Human psychology is really interesting in that there's some very specific things about how we're wired that prevents us, that gets in the way of us being able to execute. And the key one is survival. We are built to survive. So you kind of have, if you think about it, all the things that are important to you that you want to do with your time, it kind of fits into two categories. One, dealing with the whirlwind of life, all this stuff that's going on for us. Like every day we've got to get up, we've got to go to work, we've got to sort stuff out, we've got to check in with all our friends, family, all our WhatsApp messages and emails and all this stuff. We've got this constant to-do list of just managing our existence, what we've already built up. And we don't want to lose that. We don't want to lose all the stuff we build, built up. So we, we keep trying to hold on to it and, and maintain it. It feels like there's not enough time even for that. And because we are focused on survival, we're focused on maintaining what we already have and protecting the loss of that. But the other thing that we really want is proactive behavior, to go out and improve our situation, to set new goals, new objectives in our life, create new, better possible visions for our life, right? Outside of this whirlwind of our day to day. Now, we really want that stuff, and often we want it more than what our current situation is. But the thing is, because we're survival-wired, we will always, and I mean always, prioritize the whirlwind of the day-to-day -day and not those proactive future things, okay? Unless we are aware of that and we manage that and we work around that and use certain techniques to make sure we don't get caught up by that. And that is the art of execution. It is it is learning how we make sure we aren't controlled by this 
constant survival nature of just dealing with the whirlwind and, and carving out time to focus on those uh, those future visions, right? Those adding in these new patterns and uh, behavior and habits, right? Like budgeting if we're not doing it already, okay? So there is a whole video I've covered on this particular topic. It's video 22, setting effective financial and business goals. I go through the whole process that I use, very, very powerful, there's some really, really cool stuff in there. But I'll just give you some some tidbits, some little bits, um, it's just, just to kind of give you a flavor so you actually go and watch it. But if not, you know, you know the kind of key elements. But I really, really encourage you to go watch it because this is so important. Everybody looks at strategy because it's sexy and it and it's fun and it's like, it's all about, you know, kind of coming up with a solution. And execution kind of sounds a bit boring. You kind of just assume you can do it. But, it, but it's hard, it's hard because we're having to fight against our human psychology. How do we do it? One, accountability. But really, what we're doing is we're thinking about, well, what is the result that we want? And where are we right now? What are the things, what are the inputs that will get us the output that we want? So a really good analogy is if we want to lose weight, what do most people do? They go on the scales and they measure how heavy they are. Well, okay, that makes sense. And that's better than nothing because you can then obviously monitor how well you're doing against your goal. If your goal is to lose a stone, well, then you're going to keep going on the scales every day. So have I lost a pound? Have another lost another pound? The reality is your weight's going to go all over the place and your weight is not what's going to impact you losing weight. Sounds confusing, right? Think about it. What is it that will make you lose weight? How do you lose a pound? Well, the two most obvious common ways are one, workout, burn more calories, right? Second way is to eat healthier. So restrict your calories or eat healthier food. Fundamentally, those two things. Eat less calories, burn more calories, right? Well, why are we not measuring that? If you think about it, most people when they are measuring how to lose, uh, measuring on how they're progressing on losing weight, they measure their weight, not the things that will actually make them lose weight. How many calories they're consuming, how many minutes they're spending exercising. If you just do that, if you focus on those two measurements, not on how much you weigh, I'm telling you, it will blow your results out of the water from what you were doing previously. And it's the same with money. If you think about it, what are we doing budgeting? Each week, we are checking how much money we're spending, right? But if you think about it, what is the outcome? Change how you're thinking about it. If we, if the outcome is to, for example, I don't know, build up £10,000 because we want to buy a property, for example. Okay, so we want to save up £10,000. What are the key things that will affect that? Well, we need to spend less. We need to earn more, as an example. So each week you can monitor that specifically. How do I spend less? How much am I spending? How much am I earning? Each week, monitor that. And then you can go even within that. Well, how do I spend less? What are the things that make up how I spend less? Go into that. You can get into a bit more detail. The same with earning more. Well, how do I earn more? Can I earn more? What are the different ways I can earn more? And then if you work out the specific things that you have control over to earn more, that is how 
you are going to be able to move the needle to what you actually want. It's one example, there's a whole load more stuff out there in that video, so I definitely recommend you check it out. All right, that's it for me for this video. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, give it a like, subscribe so you see my future videos. Share it, anyone else that you think would really benefit from that, people that you know that are struggling in this area, definitely, definitely get them to check it out. If you've enjoyed it, let me know in the comment section below. Let me know if there's any future videos you want me to cover, questions, topics, more than happy to do it. That is all from me this week. Enjoy your week and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.